Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, hello, everyone. And you join us today in a little bit of a doldrums. Um, it's been Christmas. We've bought all the presents and we've run out of money. So what better watches to talk about than ones that are a little bit more affordable? And uh, so today we want to bring you a whole bunch of interesting watches that we think that you might still have a little bit of leftover cash for. Uh, Tom, I, I know you're a fan of a cheaper watch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm hoping you've got some good suggestions for us today. Yep. I've been browsing, browsing with intent. For serious browsing? Browsing with intent to maybe purchase. Oh, really? So you're actually thinking about buying a watch? Yeah, yeah, I am, yeah. Ah, ha, 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 Okay, then, in that case, this has turned into something else. This has turned into me pressuring you into buying the watch I think is best. Right, yeah, well, we'll see, won't we? <laughs> so, uh, I, you've mentioned your, your budget. You like to spend about, what was it? 300. <laughs> and that's fixed, but... Um, well, yeah, no, I can I can sway a little bit if if something tickles me just right. Okay, well, how about this then? Let's get straight into it because my focus is now on getting you to spend money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that has always been the goal with this series to spend money, and here's my opportunity. Yeah, your goals always seem to revolve around getting me to do something I don't really want to do. <laughs> <laughs> or getting you to do things that I might want to do, but I want to test them out first. Yeah. <laughs> so here we go. The first choice. Tissot PRX Powermatic 80. Boom. You've done it. Hole in one. Okay. I end the show there then. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> so this is... Do you know what? I, 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 it was a long while before I actually um, handled one of these. Yeah. And I'm really gutted that I hadn't handled one sooner. You've got uh, an 80-hour power reserve automatic movement. You've got that waffle dial. You've got a level of quality that feels... That blue waffle dial. The blue... <laughs> um, but the whole fit and finish, the styling, the the proportions even, just feel so right. And for £695, I think, seems like an absolute bargain when i first saw the promotional material for that i was i was pretty hooked i thought now there's something i could call my watch <laughs> and honestly i don't think you need to look elsewhere yeah as soon as i saw the the promotional material they had this kind of sort of 70s neon vibe going on and um i think there was a ryan gosling tag advert going around where he was in the same sort of light that red and blue sort of cyber 70s neon light and yep. I, and i think some of that 
Gosling charisma splashback went on to this Tisso <laughs> and it made me like it even more. But yeah, like you said, it looked so crisp and br- that bright shining bezel and those really kind of crisp edges. And it's got this, it's got, uh, it's funny actually, it's got this quite, quite cool sort of boxy 70s style case yeah. that I've not really seen before in a watch. Um, uh, yeah, and th- and that waffle dial, like that blue, it, it, it I, yeah, I'm not really seeing it. It's, it's quite... Yeah, it's quite a cool design choice. I don't know where they got that from, but yeah, that was definitely... I see what you're doing here. (laughs) Aside from the fact that this watch is uh, definitely inspired by many, many other watches from the period in which you are referencing, (laughs) um, I would say more inspired by the Oyster Quartz. Yeah, 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 yeah. Than the... uh, What's that other watch that was made in the 70s? Oh, the uh, Oki Coke or something? Uh, uh, yeah, I, f- I forget. You don't really hear about it that often, so it's, it slips my mind. But actually, the Rolex Quartz watch came before any of the others and had that design. Uh, and, and I think that that flat case and the very stark way that it rolls into the bracelet, there's a simplicity that um, I feel is actually cleaner than any of the Oki rollers or any of like that that you see uh, Philippe Patek making or... P.K. Odemars. Yeah, all those imitators. Um, yeah, it, it, it's yeah, it's a really cool watch. I mean, for for something that's essentially non-essential, it's quite sort of feature rich, if you know what I mean. For you know, for for features that are completely redundant. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, there's that. It's got a really nice sort of quick release bracelet. It's got that yep. really cool movement. Which is is that like a, a modified Etter essentially, or is that proprietary Swatch thing? No. It's proprietary, yeah. I mean, Etta is owned by the Swatch Group, and so is Tiso, but it is proprietary. Yeah. Um, it's based on the Swatch System Fifty One movement, which is entirely built and regulated by machine, which is why you can have a unique movement with an eighty-hour power reserve for. And I have to correct myself here. I said I said six hundred ninety-five pounds, six hundred ninety-five dollars, five hundred sixty-five pounds. Yeah. Which I know is more than your three hundred pound budget, but shut up. But um, the quartz is still a tempting proposition for me because I'm not quartz doesn't really bother me. I think you know if it's all going on around the front, then yeah, let's let's tell the time. But Tom, blue waffle. <laughs> yeah, that is that. Yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame that you know that only features on the more expensive one. But I suppose you've got to put those bucks somewhere else, haven't you? You also get with the more expensive one the little polished window around the date which some people may or may not like. Yeah, that's nice, that's nice. A little bit of extra glitz. So pick your poison, automatical quartz. Uh, Are you going to keep on the right side of your budget? But I think this is the watch for you. Uh, Hands down, get your credit card out, buy it. (laughs) And I would absolutely agree with you um, if I hadn't tried to sucker on and it didn't fit. Oh. Because of the whole 70s integratedness, it... Yep. It's too long for me, um, from like the case bottom to the case top. Oh, like I have very skinny wrists, and it sort yep. of juts out too much. It's weird because I've basically got the body of Shrek, but I've got the arms of uh, donkey. <laughs> so this is why I get you to reach down the back of the radiator to get the stuff I've dropped. Yeah, and up inside vending machines and things like that. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, it just didn't sit right, and it, it looked like some sort of sci-fi tech. Like I was going to sort of speak my captain's log into it it just didn't look like a watch it just looked like a lump of metal like some sort of dodgy web slinger on my wrist so yeah oh that's a shame so you suffer from gap wrist 
<laughs> From what? When you wear a watch and that you can see visible space in between the watch and the bracelet. Yeah, the bracelet return doesn't return, you know, it doesn't sort of wrap around it, sort of, yeah. Well, I blame you entirely for that. I can't, I certainly can't blame Tiso for that. That's entirely your fault. Well, I was thinking, actually, now that you've given me this platform where I can reach lots of people, maybe I could do a little cheeky to Tiso and say, hey, hey, hey. Fancy scaling it down a bit. You got yourself one more customer, so I'm sure <laughs> that will offset the cost of <laughs> resizing it. Yeah, I'm pretty certain the research and development costs will be entirely covered by the margin in that one watch. Yeah, so um, yeah, it's unfortunate, and that's kind of one of the reasons, really, because you I, you kind of like I've just I've got this displaced need for a watch now, and that's sort of what led me on my browsing with intent journey, just sort of wandering around, like going watch, watch. Oh, that's a shame. Have you have you then seen anything in your desperate attempt to salvage the hope you had for that watch? Have you found anything else that you are interested in? So I sort of fell back onto some of the names that resonate with good value and good heritage and and um, well built, you know. Yep. And there are a couple other brands which kind of fall into those categories. One of which being Hamilton. Yeah. Is often quite synonymous with um, well made watches at good value. Yep. So. They're an American-Swiss hybrid, are they? Like, started out in America, but then have moved over to Switzerland? Yeah, they, they started with uh, American railroad pocket watches, uh, of which I have one, and it's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, and as with all of these brands, inevitably they've moved to Switzerland because of the cachet of being made in Switzerland. But I would love to see them being made in America again. I, I, I don't see the Swiss-made thing as being a limitation no. For myself. I can see it commercially being a limitation, but it'd be great to see them being made in America again. Which one have you got in, in mind? Well, the, the one that I've got my eye on is, um, it looks quite American. <laughs> <laughs> it's got Swiss made on the dial, but it's the Khaki Field Mechanical 38mm. Yeah. There are several variations, but it's the black dial with the green um, NATO-esque strap. Yeah. And it's just £395, which is a little over my <laughs> 300 budget, but that's, you know, I, I can... You know, I can stretch to that. But it's a really cool looking watch. It, there is a lot going on on the dial, but it still feels quite clean. You've got both 12 hour and 24 hour numerals represented, but it still looks quite tidy and it looks quite serious as well because it, it's got this military field watch inspired um, aesthetic. It, it looks it looks useful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is, it's com the complete antithesis of the PRX, isn't it? If the PRX is form over function, yeah, yeah. this is very much function over form. And, you know, it is the recreation of a 60s military watch and everything it does it does because it is useful to someone yeah so the, the second hand has the counterbalance with no loom and the pointer with loom because that is useful to knowing which end to look at when you are timing things yeah it's a nice little detail the 24 hour second uh dial is useful because well you you aren't going to be thinking oh is it morning or afternoon you know but if you want to call back and the armed forces use a 24 hour clock you can very quickly say it's 14 minutes past 23 which is definitely how they use that vernacular yeah it's for sergeant majors who perhaps aren't that confident with the whole 24 hour thing and they want to say <laughs> 2100 hours but they can't remember what that is so they could just quickly look at that and then they can say yeah exactly meet back here at 2100 hours at 21 p.m yeah yeah so it is absolutely it's not huge uh, 38 mil yeah that's perfect for my dainty wrists and 
Um, as far as I'm aware, it's, a, it's an almost one-to-one -one recreation of that watch, which I really, really like. A little bit of fake loom with that um, fake age loom. How are you feeling about that? Yeah, it doesn't bother me. Um, there is one thing. So it's got this H50 caliber in it, which is manual. So that's something I've never had in a watch is a manual wine before. But I th um, I don't know if you can have, have a, had any experience with manual wines. Yeah, I mean, my, my pocket watch is a manually wound watch. Um, I've had a Speedmaster in the past that was manually wound. It can get annoying on a daily watch, but it's not the end of the world. Sure. Well, I mean, my like the bezel on my watch is basically a fidget spinner anyway. Uh, and, you know, if I'm not fiddling with the bezel, I'm winding the crown or <laughs> popping the clasp or whatever. <laughs> so hopefully it'll just be one more thing to do. Oh, so maybe you can take the approach of little and often. Yeah, yeah. But... The main thing that drew me to this watch, um, so I, you know that Hamilton is quite well known for its um, cinema appearances. Mm. I think it's the brand with the most watches in films. But didn't Elvis wear one of these? Have I, am I mistaken there? Oh, well, I don't know about Elvis, but it was worn by Tom Wachowski. Do you know that um, famous character from uh, the 2020 Sonic the Hedgehog film? What? Tom Wachowski. Tom Wachowski, played by James Marsden in the Sonic the Hedgehog 2020 film. Do you remember, you remember that? I, uh, He wore it in that, so... I was so blown away by that movie that I don't even recall watching it. And in fact, I may have not watched it at all. Yeah, I may have not watched it at all. It was 30 years too late, but yeah. So James Marsden as Tom Wachowski in Sonic the Hedgehog, he wore this watch. So I don't know how you found that piece of information out, but I know that Hamilton does like a movie appearance. Well, I'll tell you how I found it out, because it's written in red writing under the description of the watch on Hamilton's website. <laughs> Honestly, that's not a selling point for this watch. It worked on me. Uh, so you're looking for a, a manually wound watch that really harks back to the um, post-World post War II, the Vietnam era of warfare, like a very gruesome and gruelling period where things were just made to be as they were for function, 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 function. And okay, you're on the fence about that. What might tip you over? Have you got anything that was worn by James Marsden in Sonic the Hedgehog? Um, but I don't feel like £395 is enough. I think you should spend uh, double or near on double that. So I'm going to raise your Hamilton to another Hamilton, to another uh, khaki watch, the Aviation Pilot Pioneer Mechanical. Okay. Same H50 hand-winding movement, um, hand-winding movement, same military inspiration, but this one is aviation-based. Right, yep. And for some reason, it's twice the price. Yeah, what is that reason? I don't know. I think it looks nicer. Uh, oh, I don't agree, actually. Uh, I'm not sure about that sort of cushion case. Are you looking at it, though? Look at it. Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, it is nicer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you're really going to have to sell me on the greater price tag because I can't... I mean, one, I don't like the look of it as much as the other one and <laughs> it seems to be doing exactly the same thing. I suppose the dial's a bit cleaner. It's got that nice sort of textural dial. Looks a bit like tarmac. <laughs> that could be nice, I suppose. Well, this this has gone very different to how I planned it in my head. I thought I was going to show you this watch and you were going to go, oh, oh, I love it so much. Oh, and justify the extra spend. But that's all fallen flat on its face because you prefer the other one. I prefer this one. Seven. The first number in the price is seven. That's crazy. 
<laughs> now you come to uh, now you come to say it. I'm not sure why it's so much more. Um, produced for the British Royal Air Force in 1973. I suppose that's something. Yeah. It depends if you prefer the army or the air force i was kicked out of both so not really <laughs> for the same reason mucking about <laughs> your wrists don't meet the military minimum specification they've got a don't ask don't tell on wrist size now <laughs> oh okay well uh well that that would you do you feel like that khaki field mechanical um the cheaper one would scratch the itch that's been left behind by the prx I I definitely think it would actually. Um, I think we should move on because I'm hovering over the add to cart button as we speak. <laughs> what else is on your consideration list then? Right. So going back to what you said about um, having Swiss made on the dial and you know not being averse to not having Swiss made on the dial. Oh oh oh! Can I guess? Can I guess? Go on, go on. So you're thinking not Swiss made. You're thinking Japanese. Yeah. So that means that means you're thinking. Seiko. <laughs> no, the other one. Oh. <laughs> Which oh, is... I'm going to stop making suggestions now. Go on. Oh, okay. Um, Citizen. So, um, yeah, I'm not averse to having Japan on the dial or in the case of this watch on, on the back of the case. I think Made in Japan lends me a sort of assurance that this is going to be a reliable piece of kit. Well, Citizen, they do, um, as far as I'm aware, own La Jupere which is the Swiss movement manufacturer that makes the movements for uh, Arnold and Son, who are very highly regarded. Yeah, I think they just acquired uh, Frederick Constant as well uh, recently. So, yeah, they've got a bit of Swiss cachet in their back burner. Yeah, I mean, those Arnold and Son, uh, Frederick Constant, both very highly regarded brands at either end of the price scale. Hmm. Uh, and yeah, ultimately controlled by Citizen. Citizen definitely know what they're doing. In fact, Citizen are now competing with Grand Seiko. They have a Grand Seiko alike, and it's got a very uh, snowflakey looking dial. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It has a- applied markers and branding. It has very familiar looking hands. It is very much in the vein of Grand Seiko. And you could say that they're just outright trying to copy Grand Seiko with this, but who cares? It's really well made and yeah. it does everything you want to do. If you're in the market for high-end Japanese, this is it. So, yeah, Citizen, good shout. Yeah, exactly. Investment watches. <laughs> Everyone jump on the Citizen train. <laughs> Which Citizen are you thinking of? So I'm thinking of this Promaster Diver Super Titanium. Um, so, yeah, it's a black diver really looks a bit like a, a black sub i suppose um would you say it looks a bit homagey that was one thing that kind of concerned me uh, it looks very japanese from a looks point of view it feels quite indistinct um i think i think overall like that watch is i think it's a cool looking watch for a starter you know i'd, I'd be quite happy to wear that it looks it looks pretty cool it's not doing anything wrong in my eyes and it's got some yeah it's got some nice features going on so it's got so it's part of the pro master range which is citizens line of professional sports watch um marine sky and land take it further or something i don't know what they say but so that's great for me you're always somewhere between the sea sky and the land so you'll always be covered <laughs> yeah an armchair <laughs> yeah so i mean that's probably probably you know a bit beyond what i would use it for um 
it doesn't mention kind of sitting quietly anywhere in amongst there, but that's cool. I think it will survive what I need to put it through. I mean, spec-wise, it looks great, doesn't it? 200 metres of water resistance. That's cool, yeah. That'll be good for if I forget to take it off when I go to the toilet. <laughs> and you are a very messy toileter, aren't you? Um, yeah, but it's got... And so the, the super titanium... Excuse me? Super titanium. Super titanium. Yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with titanium. Um... Well, this is super titanium, which is Citizen's proprietary titanium, which is titanium applied with Duratect, which is Citizen's proprietary Duratect. Is this going to be buzzwords all the way down? No, just those two. So yeah, Duratect is their surface hardening technology, which makes the, the titanium five times harder than steel and and scratch and rust resistant, as well as light and gentle on skin and hypoallergenic. <laughs> That's true. Like, that's actually true. Is it? Okay. Hypoallergenic. Yeah, I think it's like, um, I think you've spoken about like sort of silver poisoning and skin rashes that you can get off certain alloys and things like that. It negates all of that and makes it really scratch resistant. So, um, yeah, makes it hard as nails. Titanium does scratch very easily, but one of the properties of titanium is it's um, almost self-healing. Scratches can resolve themselves Ooh. because it um, it's also corrosion resistant titanium because it forms its own skin right which is why it's self-healing so if you scratch it you're not scratching the titanium you're more scratching the titanium oxide on the outside surface and you see the bright titanium shine through and eventually the titanium oxide will reform over that scratch and it'll make the scratch appear to disappear so presumably by putting another layer of coating on top of that you don't benefit from the natural properties of titanium but well, maybe citizen like me were weirded out by it wanted to cover it up <laughs> the mystical properties of healing titanium yeah it's also got their proprietary eco drive movement going on in there oh man i love this they seem to be the only people who do this a quartz watch that is powered by light yeah like it's brilliant i think that's fantastic and i think more companies should make use of this technology changing a battery is a real pain in the butt <laughs> yeah and from what i've read it seems really reliable it doesn't seem like those solar panel garden lights that you stick in your border and they last a day and then they die <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it feels like it, it it is a really kind of reliable power source and it works in low light and it charges a ion battery when it's you know already got enough power from the available light and so that will last you i think 80 days or something so you essentially have it in the dark for 80 days and not need to charge it i had one and it was in a drawer for ages and i took it out and it started working immediately and there were no side effects of it having been in a drawer for ages or needing to, to charge up it just worked yeah that's cool i mean um there's a probably a kind of analog digital-esque argument to be had that maybe it feels a little bit soulless in comparison to a mechanical movement but i think it's cool i think it's a great initiative uh, I, I would say actually that's quite an interesting and unique way to power a watch and if i were going to draw any kind of criticism as to the soullessness of the watch i would say just the looks yeah they, they don't have enough for me personally i don't think they have enough character and i would happily have a solar powered watch that looked a bit more something sure but listen Rolex, a black Rolex Submariner is a write-off. Okay, that's, forget it, all right? It's gone. You can't have one, <laughs> Andrew, all right? So what about this? Okay, right. If we're going to talk affordable, we're going to talk quartz, we're going to talk Japanese uh, reliability, and we're going to throw some character in there, allow me to introduce to you a brand that I have not done a huge amount of research on that were nominated in, this, uh, in last year's GPHG 
whose name I will definitely not pronounce correctly. Fulan Mary. Right, okay. Hang on. Right, that was great. Can we just go back? Because there's, there's one more thing about the citizen that I have to say, and it's, it's another kicker, almost as good as Tom Wachowski. Go on. It comes in a can. What, like soup? I don't know. Um, it just it doesn't have a box. It's just a can. Yeah. It's just a can, like a canister, like a capsule. You keep saying can. <laughs> sweet, sweet, sweet can. <laughs> okay, duly noted. Can we go back to the Furlan Mary, please? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, the Furlan Mary does not come in a can. Uh, I don't know what it comes in. Presumably, some other sort of food storage, like a punnets, perhaps. Um, but check it out. It's got it's got vintage character. Oh, look at the pushers, right? Yeah. It's got the it's got the knurling and the pushers, like the uh, Patek Philippe fifty one seventy two. Oh, I like that. It's got one of those really it's got one of those really skinny crowns that's quite big. Yeah. So you can wind it. Oh, the, the markers. The, oh, it's really nice. It is really nice actually. And they range anywhere between three seventy four fifty. Uh, they've got a Seiko Mecha Quartz movement in them as well, so you've got uh, you've got the feel of a mechanical chronograph, but with the affordability of a quartz movement and the reliability of Seiko. Those are all good things. Uh, all in this beautiful package. They have uh, anti-reflective coated sapphire crystals. As far as I know as well, getting right in there in the details, a bit like that PRX, it really rewards. It's got really high levels of quality and i think that's one of the reasons why it's uh being lauded so highly and why it's made the gbhg nominations because the quality really exceeds what you'd expect for the price uh all in this beautiful package are, are you are you tempted by one of these yeah it looks really cool what's the story behind well, you can't it? have one you can't have one they're all sold out oh for god's sake oh permanently retired this watch will not be produced again that's yeah, well, thanks for your suggestion. That's uh, so now I've got more displaced kind of desire for a watch. I'm sure they'll make more. Um, but you can subscribe to receive the pre-order dates in advance. So that that only goes to say just how popular this watch has been. Yeah. And I've just discovered that the packaging experience, as it's described, includes a little leather box. So, does Leatherbox beat Can? <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to play that game later. One, two, three. Leatherbox Can. Oh, uh, yeah. So I, I think it's it's a little bit of a left field choice because it's a relatively unknown brand. What do you do in ten years' time when it's not working? But I suppose with the Seiko movement, it should be serviceable. It should be good. Yeah, yeah. One to consider if and when one becomes available. So, are we sorted? Have you? Um, you can you go for one of these? Uh, well, I can't. They've been retired and they're not going to be produced again. So you've just so for a second time you've upset me. <laughs> okay, well that's uh, of of my two goals. My primary goal is to make you spend your money, and my secondary goal is to upset you. So win win so far. Okay. So the next watch I want to talk about is a another American brand. It's Timex. Uh, specifically the Timex Q reissue. Very good choice. Yeah, now... Um, That's well below budget. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, th- so this is another this is another watch that caught my eye, especially in regards to its kind of bright, shining edges and angles. Um, it's got this sort of boxy 70s-style aesthetic for the case, which I've never really seen before. That was, that's, a, that's very coincidental that two watches have recently decided to follow that aesthetic. <laughs> yeah we'll have to look into that um but yeah it's um 
It's got a nice two-tone bezel. Um, yeah, very GMT-esque. Wide range of colours, lots of lots of different variations. Um, looks like a really, really nice fine link mesh bracelet. One thing that I really like is it's got a battery hatch on the back. <laughs> so you can change your own battery. That, that'll save you a few quid in uh, Timpsons, won't it? Do you know what, though? Like, I'm not even joking. Like, I think that's really cool. You know, you know me and how much I like to buy batteries. <laughs> yeah, maybe one day we'll show the viewers your battery collection. Like that little battery hatch is like saying you can't fire me because I quit to uh, all the high street jewellers that will send your watch away for weeks and weeks on end. And uh... <laughs> yeah, eight weeks later, it comes back with the same battery that had already run out. Yeah, now you can just fluff it yourself. Well, this is and always has been with Timex. This is a watch for the people. Exactly. And I don't know any more person than you, Tom. You are definitely people. And you don't like you don't like giving money to conglomerates, <laughs> and you can do that further with this watch. Um, I also like very much that it is very clearly inspired in a number of different ways. Like that was the whole point when this thing came out back in the seventies. That was the whole point. It was a watch that people who saw Rolex and thought, "Oh, it's out of reach," could buy and enjoy and rely on. And it's exactly the same conversation that we're having now. Rolex is out of reach, so you want to get a watch that you can equally enjoy and buy and rely on. It, it, it's, it's, it's a watch. Yeah, exactly. That's why I bought it. Oh, what? Like, <laughs> right? You've bought? You've actually bought yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, I bought it. Oh, well, why are we doing this video then? Well, because I'll tell you, because it's 160 quid but when i so when i was sort of browsing around there was um a promotion it was like it was literally something like mondays um type in like the code monday at the checkout to get 40% off <laughs> 40% off yeah yeah so i'm terrible at maths what did it cost you in the oh, end? i can't remember let me find my confirmation email so you're not joking, you have genuinely bought this product and you are now looking at the confirmation email for a product that you have purchased. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, £95.40 with 40% off into the special code Mondays. Um, funnily enough, I'm on the website now and there's 30% off. I think like I think if you just check in any time, you can get a, a, a decent wedge off because they'll be running something. No code needed for that one. I mean, that is very Timex, isn't it? That is, what do people like more? than a bargain a voucher code on your bargain it's everything isn't it which one did you go for so in a shocking twist i went with the green and black bezel oh wow so you you uh, you are you are so far down this slippery slope that you are impulse buying watches now tom yeah but this is but this is the thing so there's this this displaced desire for a watch that i really really wanted but couldn't have because it looked dumb. But now I've saved. <laughs> Can I, no, 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 no. Because you look dumb wearing it. <laughs> Stop blaming the watch. Sorry, yeah, sorry, dear. So, yeah, you made me look like a fool. Um, so I had to um, splash my cash elsewhere. And at £95, like, you can't really, you can't really make a mistake with that, can I? I mean, we'll have to wait and see, but I can't. We will have to wait and see. So if it turns out to be a dud, you know, um, there won't be too much of a hole in my pocket, I don't think. Viewers and listeners will have to get the live reaction when Tom gets this impulse purchase watch that he's purchased because he felt let down by the size of the Tissot. Uh, I'm very interested to see what you think. Uh, for £95, you can't really go wrong, can you? Exactly, yeah. Oh, we'll find out. Yeah. Um, well, we have inadvertently created 
discussed and solved a problem all in one video. We'll talk about efficiency. Uh, I'd love to know what everyone thinks of Tom's choice and whether or not you think he's made the right choice or he's made a mistake. Yeah, we'd all love to know. Whether or not you think he should go hit the gym and beef up those wrists so he can wear the Tissot instead. <laughs> um, with that bombshell of Tom having purchased a watch and the, uh, the anticipation of his reaction, we will all have to go away and wait and see what he thinks. So in the meantime, wish him well on his choice, uh, or alternatively, tell him why he's done absolutely the wrong thing, and uh, do make sure to subscribe while you're at it. <laughs> and see you next time. Bye! deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 